This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Friday's a little extra loose. Mm-hmm. You know what's that? Yeah. All right. 11.03 on the fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. Get ready to blast into the weekend. Giants fans feeling pretty damn good about their season, about their future, about their quarterback. Good energy. Star contrast to that of the New York Jets, who are rolling out a fossil in a meaningless game. A guy who, by the way, last time we saw him play, looked as if he wanted to be anywhere but on the football field mm-hmm. uh, with Joe Flacco. I don't know. I guess I'm not going to belabor this for three hours, but until I actually get a good answer, which I have yet to receive, as to why <laughs> Flacco would actually play and not Shreveler, or if you think Zach is busted and he's broken, and right now he is, by the way. You don't want to mess around with that. Keep him on ice until the offseason or trade him, mm-hmm. whatever. At least roll Strevler out there. Yeah, just so it's Come just, on. Just a different energy. It's like a fun game. It's like it's watchable in a way. But what do we what, – I mean, I, I there's so many ways to position this or think about the positioning of this. You start Joe Flacco because it lets you evaluate some of these other players. But are you really evaluating Garrett Wilson – uh, or or Denzel Mims or Elijah, you know more. I don't think so. Exactly. If you, if, I mean, if you can't do it in sixteen weeks, you probably shouldn't run a football I, team. I, exa- I think you already know yes. who those guys are. You don't need, you know, a, a steady quarterback to to play in order to evaluate Zach Wilson. If he was thrown out there in this game and he sucked, who cares? Yeah. He's got to reset once the offseason hits anyways. So what's the what's the difference, right? And if, the, and, if and if you don't want to go that route because you just want him to go read a book, as, as Robert Sala said, then start Strebler. <laughs> just, just make it a gimmick offense and maybe try to mess around and win a game. You know, I'll tell you, I feel like there are certain teams in the city that listen to the fans a little bit too much with certain things. Mm-hmm. And then there's others who, for the most part, and these are usually the good ones, blatantly ignore what we say. <laughs> we can scream to the high heavens, Hicks has to go, Donaldson stinks. They're still here. Mm-hmm. And that's why I know the Yankees haven't won a championship since 2009, but the Yankees are, you know, the the core setters for uh, competitive uh, achievement in, in the city. They just yep. are. 
And the Giants, you know, for the most part, even Gettleman, who did some miserable things, was relatively tone deaf to what the fans were screaming mm-hmm. because he had conviction of what he was trying to yep. do. He was set in his ways. Yes, good or bad, he, his stubbornness led to his demise. But he, at least he, he had a, a you mm-hmm. know a path, and he was following it. I I can't prove this, but I almost feel as if the New York Jets have listened and checked their mentions mm. and popped on the radio, and they're like, oh, God, our fans absolutely detest <laughs> Zach Wilson. We we can't possibly, even on yeah, the road, yeah. we can't possibly. Ro- so let's just throw out the guy that's going to generate less of a response, and we'll take less shrapnel, yeah, and no. we'll just meekly go into the offseason. Let, let's, let's shrink into the background in Week 18. Correct. It's, it, that, that, it does Is that feel an that unfair no, uh, characterization of what I think they might be doing? You know what's funny? There's no other reason to start Flacco. It's funny because when I was, remember we were at the, you know, this up again, but we were over at the the, uh, the preseason at the Giants camp, and Coach Dable asked me to come out and talk to the team. Oh, yeah. One of the things I said to them was, "Don't listen to the radio, right? D- don't that's li- our show. You should." No, I, I said, "Don't listen to what me and BT said because sometimes if you're bad, we're going to we're going to talk bad about you." But you're right; like you can't let the wave of popular opinion, even if it's even if it, there's there's some truth there or some relevancy behind what we're saying or what fans are saying. You can't let it like alter your plan. Yeah, it can't determine your plan. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. And you know who was guilty of this for a while and, and they finally got away from this? I think the Knicks did this many times where, you know, fans would scream irrelevance and competence and they would make a move for a guy who was so past his prime, like Stevie Francis, I'm throwing out old names, or Penny Hardaway. Or Jalen Rose came here. Mm-hmm. Like, guys that were really good. I'm not saying that Jalen Rose was quite Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway was money before he got hurt. The, yeah. the arthritic knees. He was one of the best in the NBA. But they would go after these guys that were shot. Uh, even Stoudemire, to an extent. Steve Kerr, who's one of the sons at that point, is there as their GM. Uh, he was either president or GM, whatever. I think it was GM. Uh, but he was their, you know, their power decision maker. He's like, ah, the knees aren't going to last. And, mm-hmm. and he knew. And the Knicks were like, we got to get relevant. LeBron said no. But Dwayne Wade said no. Bosch said no. We got to go after somebody. Yeah. And like, I think the Knicks listen too often to the fans with stuff like that. They stop listening and they're actually more competitive. Jets, stop listening to us. <laughs> Although with certain things, you need to start listening with us, to be fair. I love the or contradiction. <laughs> the Jets are the ultimate <laughs> contradiction. Uh, let's go to Mario and Howell. What's going on, Mario? How are you, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. How What's are up, you? man? Great. What's up? Um, yeah, BT, I tried to get on yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to, you know, ask you as a fellow Jets fan, like comparing, comparing Zach in his 22 game sample size to Sam 2018 and 2019. Like what, like what's your opinion? Like in my opinion, Sam looked a hell of a lot better in his first two years with Lesser talent. I mean, Robbie Anderson, you yep. know, Quincy Anunua, yep. Chris, who got, who got hurt. hurt? Yeah, yeah yes. He unfortunately, got hurt. But some of these guys aren't even in the league anymore. I mean, I mean, Robbie got traded to Arizona, but I mean, he's been pretty, you know, non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not saying that. Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, we had who's our running back? Isaiah Crow- Crowell, Crowell for a minute. Yeah, yeah. remember yeah, he wiped I mean, his behind after a touchdown yeah, with that stupid celebration. Yeah. Oh God. Yep. I do. So, you know, my, my feeling is like, I, like, I know some people, uh, don't want to give up on Zach yet, you know, but I mean, I've seen enough of a sample right now. What, what boggles my mind is this, um, the Sunday following the Jet Jags Thursday night game, uh, Moose and, and Zach Gelb had Connor Hughes on their Sunday show. Okay. And one of the questions that Moose presented to Connor was, 
hey, what are the chances Zach is on this roster next year? And, and, and kind of went into, well, you know, Joe doesn't like giving up on his plays. You know, he used Denzel Mims, uh, um, Elijah, you know, Elijah with the trade request, Becton and all that. You mm-hmm. know, he had an affinity for his players, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things that he said that... Hell, Ashton I, Davis is still on the team. I, Keep going. Um, yep. For what? For what reason? I got but, you. But um, one of the things that he said, and I looked into it, was coming into that draft, the Jets, I guess, you know, their, their scouting staff and Joe and what have you, they had Zach as, from an accuracy standpoint, their number one quarterback on the board. And when you look at his college stats, like... I don't care if you played at Bama or BYU, whatever. I mean, if you're if you're able to hit somebody, you know, accuracy and almost 850 pass attempts, I think he was close to 70. Mm-hmm. percent And now, you know, it's it, it it just hasn't translated here. You know, now I don't know if that's like you know, I know Tiki, you were talking about the three step drop the yeah. other day, which I never even knew that. You know, the three step is so that wide receiver can actually get to where he needs to get. To. Yeah, it's so it's and, so that the release point times up with when the guy comes out of his break. That, that's it, that's really what it comes down to. It's simple. Yeah, I mean that's helpful for someone like me who sits on the couch. Like, I, you know, that that stuff is irrelevant. I'm just thinking, oh, you know, it's a three step drop. Yeah. You know what happens? But I don't know if if it's more mental than anything else. Maybe the kid the kid is just isn't built for New York. It's it's possible. You know, I mean. Well, let me attack this, Mario, because you hit us with a few things. Thanks for the call, buddy. As always, have an outstanding weekend. The Darnold stuff, mm-hmm. right? I, what was most frustrating about the Darnold era is, to Mario's point, you know, he was just running out there with nobody. Mm-hmm. And you knew it. And, like, you can look at the first game that he ever played uh, in Detroit Monday night. And the first pass he ever throws, pick six. But then he rallies, and they scored almost 40 points, and they wanted to look good. And I, I, you know, I really thought Sam had a chance to be pretty good. And then they were, I think it was a Thursday game against Denver. Remember that, mm-hmm. that sick move he put on somebody in the open field? And we saw him truck yeah, guys. As, a, as an athlete, like as a runner. Yeah, not, not, not as flashy as no. like the, the, the prototypical runners, but pretty fast and strong because he played linebacker in college. I liked Darnold. I thought his delivery was a little elongated, a little slow. I'm not a quarterback guru, mm-hmm. so I don't want to get too wrapped up in that, but... I realized, well, I'm like, he's got nothing or nothing around him. So that was most of my, and he was, you know, obviously a little bit uh, prone to the big mistake at the most inopportune time. My my frustration with Zach is that he's got a lot around him. He's not being coached well, and he's a mechanical mess. Mm-hmm. If you could ever mesh, I think, Darnold's character and work ethic yeah. with Wilson's tantalizing skill set, you'd have a really good player. Yeah. Problem is you can't do that. No, nah, that's right. It doesn't work that way. And 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 Zach is at the point where everybody has lost faith in him. I haven't. Well, fans have. And it almost feels like the coaching staff has. Yeah. That so that's yep. well, again, forget what you as a as a no, I got you. as a as a as a as a radio host is talking about yeah, meaningless fans. voice is what I am at the yeah. end of the day compared but, in but, terms of his but, his future here. But from what it sounds like from Robert Sala, they also yep. have lost faith in him. And you know what? That is their bad because they can, behind closed doors, as I said yesterday, they could look at each other and say, this kid stinks. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You can't, not that they said that, but you can't project any disconnect. Like, you can project disappointment. They're not, you know, five mm-hmm. years old and you got to worry, you know. But he, 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 I'm talking about Zach as a five-year-old. Like, you have to parent away yeah. but he, in, in essence he's like a five-year-old in, in, as a quarterback and I don't think during his formative stage 
Well, I know they didn't do a good job. And you can make the very easy point that they did a horrendous job. You really could. Chris is in center reach. What's going on, Chris? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Making a call. Um, I just want to say I love you guys. Show you guys doing a great job. I hope you guys are here for the long term. Thank you, man. Appreciate um, that, Chris. So, so on Zach, uh, I really feel like the coaching staff has failed him. They've had numerous games this year where the running game was just not existing. And I see zero creativity from the offense, you know, as far as, like, you know, second-half adjustments when, when the defense is stacking eight guys at the box. I just don't see any creativity from the offensive standpoint to change a game plan to help this kid out. Now, you know, a porous offensive line obviously isn't good for a young quarterback, and a non-existent running game obviously hurts him too. Um, but I, I see games like the, De- the Detroit game where he makes plays that only top-tier quarterbacks make to, <clears throat> to extend plays and – really, um, you know, make make things happen out of nothing. Yeah, so you know, it's, it's not like the cupboard is empty with him because there are plays that he makes that, look, other quarterbacks don't make. But it's the routine, the routine plays that he struggles with, and that's why it gets frustrating. I mean, Robert Sala said it after the Chicago game regarding Mike White. He makes the, the routine look easy, right? The problem is Zach makes the routine look hard. He does. All of his highlights are, are things that weren't called. Yeah. Last year, the 60-yard touchdown to Corey Davis mm-hmm. against Tennessee, out of the pocket, broke down off platform. Uh, the play to uh, against the Lions. Was that was that Uzama or Conklin? That was Conklin, wasn't it? That uh, was Conklin on that long touchdown, right? When he rolled out to his left and he threw it against no, the No, that was Uzama. Well, it was, was Uzama, Uzama. okay. Yeah. That one, uh, a couple of other plays late where he scrambled. Really, the only play that he made that was big, even the Steelers touchdown late, the only play that I recollect that was really on script at an important stage that 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 solidified something positive was the third down conversion to Denzel Mims against the Bills. Mm-hmm. Third and five, and he yeah. stuck it right in his gut. Yeah. Everything else, when you look at Zach's highlight reel, it's 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 always him running around. Yeah, Hoff has an as I think we know this, we kind of kind of assume this. This mm. is why Joe Flacco is starting and yeah. Mike White is out. Rapport just put it out. Why is uh, Mike White not starting? He's dealing with four broken ribs, but was toughing yes. out and can manage. He took a hard hit early versus Seattle and was struggling struggling to function. So okay, hold on. So out. okay, got it. So let me. I just heard five seconds. I already have a critique. <laughs> You had to win that football game. You had to win the game. You want to go away from Zach? I get that. He He's a mess. You go in, must-win game. You trust Mike White more. Got it. Would you read that last part from Rappaport again? He took a shot against Seattle. Just read that. He took a hard hit versus Seattle and was struggling to function. There you go. <laughs> Once they realized that he was struggling to function, which he was based on his numbers, in a must-win game, you sit him down mm-hmm. during the game. You don't let him throw it forty times. Yeah. How do you? Why, why was he not pulled? Yeah. Why was not Flacco put in there? And at that point, Zach, yeah, was, I know Zach, Fla- no, Zach Flacco was number two. Zach wasn't dressed. Yes. At that point, I'd be, at that point, I'd be okay with Flacco. Mm-hmm. You try to steal a win and salvage something. Think about that. He struggled to function. But yet the Jets thought it was okay to let him keep playing in a must-win game. Mm. What are we? What are we doing here, yeah. man? Oh, well, there you I go. Mean, they, that, that's the criticism that what you, now, the world now, is going that now on? falls on Robert Sala. That's yes. the criticism. But also, not, not just Robert Sala. I think that's all you got. You got to bring Joe into the equation here mm. because you get with the. You, you're telling me that. Yeah, but in real time, is is is, is you know what I mean? Is is Joe Douglas? 
in conversation. I guess probably comes down at halftime. The GM. Don't you think that there was a plan of active, like there was an Actually, I don't think so. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. I would think that there would be. I don't know for sure. But I know that like Cashman and the analytics team meets with Boone, so they have a sense of what they're doing in the game. BT, there should have been. I don't think that there was. Okay. Yeah, you know what? You could be right, and that is not good. (laughs) (laughs) But you're playing a guy who had to sit prior weeks because he wasn't healthy. Yep. And... You, There's no contingency you, just in case it acts up. But here's here's the here's the problem is Man. you. It's getting worse. It mm-hmm. is this team. I'm so I'm so frustrated by this because BT, you're looking at a team that has at four quarterbacks start the season. Right, you are confusing the team. You're confusing the fan base. It's this stupid cycle that's continued for two years now, and we don't know what... They don't know what to do because they, I don't know what they're trying to... Are they trying to win games? Are they trying to make the fans happy? What are they trying to accomplish? And they're failing at all levels. Yeah, they're failing they really at every are. single level. It's so infuriating because here's week 18. No one gives a flying you-know-what. Yep. And we're sitting here starting Joe Flacco. What is... What's I, going I, on? I mean, half... I, I think that sometimes people think... That it's sometimes it's fun, but do you think it's really fun to talk about the same no. stuff? No, all the time. Not at all. Not even it's close. not the same mistakes all the time. The same missteps. No, it's not fun. It's not fun. So, yeah, I mean, player development failed. Uh, putting the team in the best position to win failed. Having a contingency in case they failed. What have they succeeded at this year? Hmm. Defense got better. Oh, stop it. Right, just do your read before I start snapping on you. I, I know where you're going with to that. To your new year. All right, 11.25 on the fan on this Friday. What's going on, everybody? Hopefully you are doing awesome. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. So, Tiki, before we get back to these phones here, uh, one thing that we debated, I was with you. Uh, looked like Carl said, you know, some of these guys should sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of took the opposite position. Looks like some of the guys uh, are going to sit coming yeah. up against the Eagles Aziz on Sunday. Aziz Ojolari is sitting. And who was the other one? Leonard Manny? Williams going to sit, right? Leonard Williams. He had his neck, neck oh, yeah, injury. Yeah. Those are the guys that had, I don't want to call them significant because I don't think they're, I mean, they both played last week. Um, Aziz Ojolari only played seven snaps, but he was available. Um, but. Uh, Leonard Williams and Aziz Ojolari. I'm just looking at the injury report. Did not practice today. Um, Xavier McKinney, Dexter Lawrence, they all practiced. They, uh, they were full participants. And John Feliciano and Adoree Jackson were limited. Adoree is really the case. The the, the one the one that you want to... I don't want to say play, so get some rep before the playoffs start. But we'd like to see him healthy. Because if he comes back and he's healthy and viable... Then I think he changes his defense in, in in a lot of ways for for Wink. Mm-hmm. So we have not heard about Adoree Jackson yet, who has not played in. Six weeks. I was going to say seven weeks, but it, it could be six, six, yeah. seven. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yep. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. That's our number. Tiki and Tierney on the fan sharp. Tierney picks a little later. Uh, we'll get back to these calls, but uh, let's also throw this in. So. Interesting Instagram and social media posting there by Mr. Jim Harbaugh, Mm. where it's a little open-ended, where he asserts his love for Michigan. We know he's a Michigan man, uh, but he's not quite definitive that he would be back. So, as you know, I am on the Sean Payton Express. The Jets need to make the call. I doubt that they will, but they should. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, 
I know he flirted with the Panthers, mm-hmm. so that's obviously out there. I could see him going to uh, a couple of different situations that might develop in the NFL. If you're the Jets, Indy. the Colts where he played, captain comeback back in the day, why not call Harbaugh as well? Yeah. How do you not call Jim Harbaugh? I mean, I'm sure you're. There are. They're not going to call him. They're, there's likely just some back channel. Well, I don't mean you call him directly. Con- yeah, you, you yeah, get but, in touch but, with his camp. Yeah, I, I, you probably are. Um, no, but you hold on. You say probably are because I don't. I believe, don't know that they will. I don't believe you should. Well, I don't even know if you should because I don't believe okay. that Jim Harbaugh is is leaving Michigan. I know that he had a ton of criticism prior to finally beating Ohio State. Now he's done it two years in a row, which interestingly has put Ryan Day yes. on a little bit of the hot seat. Oh, yeah. Ohio State They're is, pissed. Ohio State is consistently in the Final Four, the college football playoff, but he's lost to Michigan two years in a row, which hasn't happened in, I don't know, 30 years, 20 years or something like that. So, um, anyways, it's about Jim Harbaugh. I think he feels like there is still work to be done at Michigan, and why leave when you when you finally have found your quarterback. Think about all those early years with him at Michigan. Not that anybody was really paying attention here in New York, but if you are a Michigan fan, the issue was who's playing quarterback for you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They had all of these like supposed to be's that just never were any good. Jay was no, also his fault. Of course, because he, like he didn't recruit him. For him. But they, but whoever it was, they were Tra- yeah. Who was the kid that transferred in from Mississippi State? I can't, I can't remember his God, name. Kid's name. But you know what I mean. He was supposed to be the one. He was one. supposed to be the guy. Yeah, yeah. And none of these guys were the guy. Kate yeah. McNamara last year yeah. was supposed to be the guy. He's not the guy. No. J.J. McCarthy actually might be that guy. Like what he, year is he in again, McCarthy? He's a Do you know? sophomore. Right, so you got him for a couple. Well, yeah. He bounced after his third year. But, but uh, so but, I yep. so they he finally has it. And I think... You know, going in the next year, they're going to lose some kids to the transfer portal, but they're also going to bring in some kids to the transfer portal. Uh, they've cons- they found a way cons- to consistently compete and beat uh, Ohio State, so that means they can-, they can win the Big Ten and you know have the direct path into the college football playoff. Um, why would he leave now? I could see him leaving in a year, like next year, but I can't see him leaving after this season. Yeah, but here's the thing: you've got a. You've got to look at what's available now and the, what in, might in be available in next year. You know, you've got to look at that. I mean, well, so let, let's it's not just juggling but, what but he has on. in Michigan, let's, but it's also what's out there yes, in the but, NFL. So, so, let, so this happens every year. There's going to be five openings at least. More some, than that. Sometimes seven. Yep. Every every single season. I'm just saying in general. Mm-hmm. Five to seven every single year. Last year it was, what, nine? I think it was seven, eight. Well, eight-ish. Every year Sean it's about Payton. eight, actually. Sean Payton really wasn't an opening, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Realistically, the Jets aren't moving on from Robert Sala. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that. But I, re, just I don't know if the, the truth to the depth of the frustration, of the frustration that years. Woody Johnson has with Robert Sala, as per, as per the Jason Lock and Four report. If you, if they you, want to tell me Lock and Four is not Schefter, I'll grant you that. But he's still an accredited <laughs> NFL reporter. True. But if you had a if you if if you had to make a, 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 a guess right now, you mm-hmm. had to. Yep. Before the last game of the season, is Robert Sala the head coach of the Jets in 2023? My guess would be yes. Yeah, But too. that wouldn't prevent me from okay. exploring better options that's like Peyton and Harbaugh. Exploring those, fine. Okay. But if you're, if you, yes, I do think he'll be back. If you get much of the same, not vast improvement, not a quarterback that's developed, a, a, a defense that's, you know, top five statistically, uh-huh. uh, but an offense that's anemic. Is Robert Sala the quarterback, uh, the head coach in 2024? 100% gone. Exactly. Yep. And so if you're Jim Harbaugh and you have your... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Quarterback, and you're you're just, just tasting the tea leaves, mm. right, at all these different places, the ones that might be interesting, whether it's, you know, the Chargers, because uh, the mean, Dolphins might move. I Dolphin. told you that the other day, and you said no. There's well, another story out there today. But it's all about. They might fire him. I, I'm telling only you. Only because of the collapse, but well, I can't see it. He's such a collapse. Good, that's all that matters. He's such a good coach, though. And it's What's so first, good about him? They're they, they collapsing. It's his, it's his rookie season. It's his rookie mm-hmm. head coaching season. And and Tua, I mean, they're going to have to they're going to have to draft another quarterback. I'm serious in Miami. Because Tua is becoming a concussion liability. Mm-hmm. He's had three in a season. That we know about. That we know about. Three in one season. That's getting scary. I almost don't want Tua to play for his own health. I hear you. Future. Like I loved. I loved his comeback. Then he, you know, after what happened early in the year, and then all of a sudden he's an MVP candidate. They're throwing for three hundred and forty yards and six touchdowns a game. I was like, dude, I love this for Tua. But then he gets another concussion. Mm -hmm. Three in a season. Like I almost feel like the he shouldn't be allowed to play. (laughs) So Mm. I, I hear what you're saying about Mike McDaniel. I know he's a good coach. He just doesn't have a stable quarterback situation because his quarterback, who he turned into a really good player, is not going to be available, I think, consistently. And certainly not, you know, the rest of this well, season. I know what you're saying. But so I'm just saying there's a possibility. But so if there is a possibility, just like with the Jets, and for Ross Miami. Is a Michigan man. Exactly. For Miami, it's next year. I mean, after next year. So unless it's in a week. I don't think they're going to fire But But if he does. I don't think they will. Okay, let me ask you this, though. Then why would Jim Harbaugh, who is no dummy, word it this way? You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, I'm aware of the rumors, blah, blah, blah. College NFL, great inch, blah, blah, blah. All right, as I stated in December, while no one knows what the future holds, Mm -hmm. there's the out right Mm -hmm. there. I expect another out. And then this is just cornball, Jim, which we love. That I will enthusiastically be coaching Michigan. I mean, at no one knows, 
and I expect. Mm-hmm. Those are two words that are anything or two, you know, positionings that because, is not definitive. Because you and he's no dummy. Because why would he make a definitive statement? Because he's in charge of his own fate. If he knew yeah. he was coming okay. back to coach in Michigan, he would say, I am absolutely unequivocally coming back to coach Michigan. Okay, and then and then for whatever it's reason like they gonna fire him. Woody fires Robert Sala or Steve Ross fires uh, Mike McDaniel, and I'm saying those things are going to happen. Let's just say that they do. Mm-hmm. Or Spanos fires, uh, St- uh, what's his name, out in, San- in Los Angeles, the Chargers. What is his name? I can't remember his name. The head coach. Doesn't matter. I forget his name now. What is his Stan- name? Stanley. Yeah. They fire Brandon Staley. Yep. And then they come to Jim Harbaugh and say, yeah, I know you're making six and a half, seven million dollars with, with the with the Michigan Wolverines. Yep. We'll pay you nine, guarantee five years. That'd be more than that, but yeah, I got your point. Whatever. We'll pay you leave the door open we'll, in case that we'll, happens. We'll give you fifty million uh-huh. for a five year deal. Mm-hmm. He's gonna say, All right. I know. See you, Michigan. I understand Love that. You. you know, go blue, amazing blue. I hope you hope you get it done. I'm out. So he's gotta leave the door open. I don't. I can't fall. But in years past, he's been definitive that he would um, return. Yeah, this is a little different yeah. positioning. Yeah, I guess. That's what so, I'm saying slightly. slightly. Oh, fine. Here we go. There's slightly. the concession that we were chasing. You see how he just got to. You know, you got to. I'm just saying. If, the if, debate. if I was, if I was, if I was Jim Harbaugh, and you're this close to winning a championship, but you're not. It's not. It's not. It's not they, the way they it goes. Are. They, I, I understand that, but he's consistently had good defenses. Uh-huh. They had the best defense in college football this year. They had great defense even when he was underachieving a bit. Remember, yeah. he had like yeah, seven right. right guys go yeah. to the pro. That's right. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. And then the next year, it's they a great had, job. They, they just redo it again. Great right? fan base. They great had, school. They have a good running back and Donovan Edwards, who's going to be back. Blake Corum probably is going to go to the league, but we'll see. Um, you know, he had surgery. He actually might come back. Who knows? Because he tore, but he hurt his knee a little bit. But. Um, J.J. McCarthy's got to be there for another year. I, I just feel like he, if he's going to win a championship, it's going to happen next season. And if it doesn't, then anything's anything's game. Listen, I hear you. I know we got a break here. All I know is so we started January 30 year ago. And it was at that point, based on the fact that the Giants had already gone through two coaching cycles, you know, two quick, two, no, two years, two years. The general consensus was, all right, begrudgingly, Judge will be back for another mm-hmm. year, right, you know? And then boom, Joe Judge is gone. Yeah, uh, you just never know. Yeah, but he Joe was he was slowly. I talking understand his way. that. And and the difference, you don't think Salas made some mistakes along well, the way the, that might piss off his owner. The difference is the GM. So the GM, like we knew the GM was, we knew Dave was gone, Gettleman. We knew Gettleman was out. So if you're going to bring in a new GM and you're questionable on your head coach, you might as well just clean house. The Jets aren't in that situation. Joe Douglas isn't on the hot seat, even though some people would argue he should be. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all. Little baseball in on a football Friday. I think I can. Yeah, go ahead, bro. I think I can. So you know, one thing that I'm starting as long to as you see remember here: the rapping dukes, da ha da ha. Copacetic. The the pirates. I I guess they. I guess unless it's just a token offer, so they don't alienate the remaining thirteen hundred fans they have of the team. <laughs> the pirates. Do you remember when they were like, God, who was the kid, the skip, Charlie? Well, first of all, in 1979, they were phenomenal. Oh, they were almost like Ameri- like the Cowboys are America's team. Yeah. In a lot of ways, the Pirates, for a minute, were America's team with baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just had, they had the, the song, uh, We Are Family, Sister Slim. Remember that? Yeah, Sister of course. They had the sixth song, and they had Stargill. They were awesome. They can have cool unis, the city. That was, yeah, obviously late 70s. 
in, industrial, you yeah. know, the, the Pittsburgh blue collar yeah, things. Had a little, they had a little run a couple. They were going well, man. A few few years, hurdle they're, like Clint Hurdle, right? Oh was, yeah, was absolutely with McCutcheon. Oh yeah, yeah and uh, Hurdle was there, yeah. and then before that, you had Bonds and Van Slyke and Drebeck and those guys. Pirates have a phenomenal history, clearly. Beat the Yankees, Mazeroski's mm-hmm. home run over Yogi's head. Yeah, that anyway, was back in fifteen, they were in the yeah, oh, championship yeah. series. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was quick though, right? Yeah, like, yeah. What they lose in three years? So they went. So it was thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Yeah, they lost to DS three two. Um, they lost and then they lost the wild cards. They went to two wild cards. It was a couple. It was quick outs. Yeah, quick no, outs. They had a little energy 10, going for one. One oh in both of those. Okay, so. And they're not any good since then, basically. No. And Brian Reynolds is good, and I like Brian Reynolds a lot. You guys know I want him to be the guy left field for the Yankees. Now, the report is that the Pirates offered him $75 million over six years with no team options, all right? And I guess Reynolds' camp was apparently looking for something more in the neighborhood of what Matt Olson got. Remember Olson's eight-year, yeah. $168 million deal with the Braves when they traded for him, then they, when they, then they quickly bestowed that upon All right, so he's not getting that. So he's going to be dealt. And it's just a matter of time, in my opinion, not not if. I, like, I'd be stunned if we wake up in two weeks. Wow, Brian Reynolds agrees to uh, $146 million. I just don't, I don't see it happening. I really believe it's going to be traded. And if the Yankees were in a different position than they are right now, I don't know that I'd say what I'm about to say. But I think you give them the absolute best package that you can muster up. I do want to keep Volpe, mm-hmm. all right? So I really try to do it without giving him up. <clears throat> but I would, I would give up Dominguez. Look at the Yankees right now. Judge, Cole, Rodon, Stanton, Rizzo, DJ. All these guys are either firmly in their prime or on the back end of their prime. Yep. So, but ha- still very viable. Oh, 100%. Although I am worried about DJ. DJ's broken down very swiftly. But, mm-hmm. yes, the other guy is very viable for sure. I don't even Bader's, you know, in his prime. He's late 20s at this point. How do you not, how do you not, like, punctuate what's been a good offseason with Judge and Rodon and go out and make this move to win a championship. I know that Dominguez, he's got the Martian nickname, and he's tantal, he hits bombs, he runs. Yeah, I've heard this a million times with Yankee prospects. Why are some Yankee fans so reluctant to give up some of these top prospects? Yeah. Just get Reynolds already. Yeah, but I think Just what the Pirates want, what they really want is a pitcher, like in a, a top-end starter. And if you're the Yankees, you can't, I mean... Who are you giving up? Well, their best prospects I, are position players to that's that right. point. Yeah, so, yeah. And even if you were going to take a, one of the young, who's the youngest pitcher on the staff that's like relevant? Um, who would they would they want Herman? I yeah, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously you have to put in some studs too. Yeah. But would Herman be a little enticing? But he, even he's oh. even he's thirty. Herman. Oh, Luis Heel, eh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Man, I'm just throwing out young names. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. There's just not. There's not maybe. a. Ton, there's just not a ton of. Uh huh what the pirates want. And so you're then going to have to overcompensate with the position players and maybe let yourself get fleeced. But if it's for the best, when you get a left fielder that's, you know, there for the long haul, not long, or short is long haul, mm-hmm. then it might be worth it. But I don't know. I mean, the pirates just don't seem like they're on the right page to deal with what they want, with what the what the Yankees can offer. Yeah, I've just I've given up on prospects, and I know eventually some of these prospects turn into superstars. Look yeah. at the Braves. Um, even Alonzo mm-hmm. is is a star, obviously, and the Mets have a couple. Yankees had a bunch back in the day. Judge is obviously one, but I mean, Hav, off the top of your head, as a Mets guy, and you know, you could certainly say Wright and Reyes clearly, although injuries and other circumstances derailed that a little bit. Like, think about all the Met prospects. 
that you were so excited about. And you could throw out six pitchers immediately. We all know who those guys are. Going back to Generation K. I mean, wouldn't... I don't know why you people are still married to this prospect notion. I mean, you talk about prospects that we held on to, couldn't trade Fernando Martinez. Oh, I thought Lace he was going to be good. Of course, I but that's did. the well, point. Yeah. We think they're. <laughs> I really thought he was going to be good. Lastings Millage, like you can't. They, yeah. Those are untouchables because non-negotiables because they're going to be amazing and they never work out. Like, listen, the 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 crop of pitchers at the Mets. Josh Toley. Behind oh the dish, God, right? Please stop. Well, because he was going with the all right, Dicky. That's better. The knuckle baller. But the, but the, but the point is, these guys never pan out. They nah. really they really don't. So is is it worth now if you're a win now team to make that move? Yes. Yeah, it 100%. is. Hundred percent. Now I'll tell you what. From a Mets point of view, I'm a little more confident giving up the prospects because you've got a lot. Whatever you know, in a theoretical deal down the road, because you know that Stevie Cohen will then go out and spend the money to. Bring in the infusion of talent for any studs he gives away that, or yeah. young players that become studs. Yes. I don't know if Hal's doing that. <laughs> no, now, I, I don't I, know that he's going to. I'm probably not going I, to. I don't, I don't think he is. He's probably not. Yeah. He's probably not. But just look. So Rizzo elsewhere. Torres elsewhere. If IKF is a shortstop, hopefully he's not. Elsewhere. Whomever's the third base elsewhere. I mean, really. I mean, center field Bader elsewhere. Left field elsewhere. Everybody's elsewhere. Even with the Mets. You know, Lindor. Marte, uh, you know, most of the players in New York are from other spots. So I want Reynolds, and I'm just going to keep saying it until it happens, yeah. Deke. That's it. Well, speaking into existence. I mean, who who are you competing with? I think that's the question. What do you mean? Oh, like, for the packages? Yeah. Oh, for, I don't like, know. Who, who else is going to go I have no idea. spend prospects on a guy to help them win now? Maybe the Cardinals. Maybe the Padres. Yeah, I, the I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out. Who knows? I mean, it's not about even winning now because Pirates don't care about helping another team. No, win no, no, it's about no, other no, teams. No, I'm talking about the other teams. Like the, the Yankees want to win now, so they want Brian Reynolds. But what what other teams are like? We need to get this Brian Reynolds kid because he's going to help us win right now. There's not a ton of them. I mean, maybe the Giants because they're just kind of it's it, it's cheaper for them because if they trade, they don't maybe they pay him, but maybe they they don't have to immediately. You know what I mean? So. Maybe the Giants, but there's not a ton of, I don't think, competition. No. So, so as much as you were contemplating, like, where's this kid going to end up? I, I think it's really the Yankees to to lose. Like, they're not really bidding against a ton of other teams. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a little reluctant to, you could be right, I'm re- yeah. reluctant to say that because I just don't know what the other teams are thinking nor what they can really offer. I'm not diving into other teams, you know, prospects. Nor am I. No, no. I mean, obviously on a cursory level, you know the top prospects in baseball. I don't know the other team's portfolio. I'm not going to waste anybody's time with that. Um, I think that, see, to me. Toronto, maybe? Eh, they got a couple of outfielders, though. I mean, Toronto's an interesting player. Toronto wants to win. Uh, that's a team yeah. I was thinking in my head. I didn't say it on the air, but I did. When you were asking me who else, I actually thought Toronto. Yeah, I'm just looking at their Springer out there and, and Kiermaier. Yeah, they those, just got those, hit from those, the Rays. He's those, gone. Those are the vets. Yep. Yep. So. I mean, I look at Reynolds, right? And I also have a lot more focus on his eventually landing with the Yankees because I think that he can be almost, I mean, he's a different version because he's faster, mm-hmm. and he's, he's but he's wired in a competitive way. I almost think he could be like a modern Paul O'Neill for this team. Hmm. Not going to hit third. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hit, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to play right field. Yeah. And he's a better athlete, but, he's but a, but a he's, similar impact. He's that steady guy. Night to night, yep. grinder. 
presence. I could, I could see that. I love this. I think he is really good, and he's also put up numbers. I've, I said this to Tiki when his name first came up during the off during the during the summer about him as a possible target for the Yankees. I kept saying, you know, I want to see this guy with some sticks around him, mm-hmm. where he could actually get some fastballs and something to hit. Oh, playing the Pirates. Let's see. This guy's hitting two twelve. This guy was in Double A a month ago. All right, don't let Reynolds kill you. You know, I mean, yeah. whomever, like one or two other yeah. decent players. That's P- it. Pitch around him. Walk, yep. walk him if you have to. Mm-hmm. And even with you know Judge and these Yankees, he's not going to hit forty bombs. But do I think Reynolds? I really do. I think he's an all star. I think he's a consistent. There's all stars, and then there's consistent all stars. I think Reynolds could be for the Yankees two ninety five. Um, I'll give you about 30, 30s doubles, 20-something home runs, some steals, some pop from both sides. I I love them. So, yeah, I'm kind of all in at this point. I've been saying it long enough now. Hopefully it comes to fruition. I don't know if it will, but I hope it does. 877-337-66. Can I just interrupt? 66. I, yeah. Sorry, I don't well, going to anyway, but, but so Yes, matter. I am. Yes, yeah. you already did. Someone was very furious with you just now. Who? They came into the, new, in the control room and were very upset. Chris McMonagle. Okay. He's furious at you that you say Glaber Torres is not homegrown. That he was not a that he has always been a New York Yankee. Mm-hmm. He's very upset with that. He's, okay. And now Yankees draft him? No. Okay. And and but but conversation's he, over. But he <laughs> okay. came up. But he was with the. He okay. Was so with the so tell C Mac to come. I in told studio. him that he didn't want to interrupt. He's he not interrupt. I love C Mac. Get him in. I, I'm get gonna, him in. We're gonna get him right now. Man, he go he get him. Very upset by this. Well, he came great. in storming it. I never. He, God, he, he storm it all he wants. Storm it with Lugie and have fun on the on the bridge show. Storm it with Corner Roberts. Storm it with us. I don't he care. Never, he never. We're played, one big right? family. Come on in here, C Mac. With the Cubs. Right? What is your problem, C Mac? What's the matter, buddy? He's overblowing the idea. He's overblowing. What's the matter? Oh, he's over. I got you. Yeah. Well, you said something that not just you say, but a lot of people say. Okay. That I end up having a problem with. Gleyber Torres from somewhere else. Okay. Yes. You're they with traded, the Cubs. He was with the Cubs for a year. They Season. traded him as a from as a minor league prospect. Yes. He had two years in the Yankees organization in the minor leagues. Correct. Okay. He's come up and only been in a Yankee uniform. That's correct. That is a Yankee. Did he? Did if the we, Yankees get, draft we get him? into you know people go. He's not homegrown. He's not a homegrown Yankee. He's not mm. Jeter. He's not uh-huh. a fine. Whatever. He's a Yankee. He's mm-hmm. only been a Yankee. He's a Yankee. So when you go around the team. And you go, oh, from somewhere else, oh, from somewhere yeah. else, oh, from somewhere else. Where are all the Yankees? Well, Glaber Torres is a Yankee. Well, that's like, all. Know, it's a small do thing. Do you like Glaber well, Torres? You know, uh, I like Glaber Torres. This guy likes everything about the Yankees. <clears throat> me and you always disagree. Well, Yankee fans, we disagree last, on everything. Well, maybe. I'm, I'm ready about to move the on. Yankees. I'm ready to move on. You're ready to move oh, on. Oh, right. the concession. Uh, he's too inconsistent. By the way, he was one of the worst players, and he was one of the worst everyday baseball players for about a month and a half yeah. this year. I don't, yeah. I'm, and by the way, he's too not, streaky, man. Chris, and, and Chris is saying this? Yeah, it's true. It's, it's, no, no, he's too streaky. Like he's, he's too streaky. You don't win World Series right. with streaky players. No, you just don't. Right, and I and I think it's I think he has value. We argued about trading him last year. Yeah, I remember. He was coming off such a horrible year. I just didn't know where the value yeah, was. I got you. He had 24 home runs this yep. year. He had a stretch of playing good. I yeah. think there could be value. Yeah. And I'm just ready to move on from him. He's also, this is probably just a weird thing. Yeah. He's like the last bastion of that group of guys yeah, that who means came up me. and I don't get That means zero like, I'm, to I'm me. ready I to just care. move on from that entire yes. group. He's the Yankees' Michael Conforto? <laughs> kind of. It's just like all like the you don't want to pay the him. baby like bombers. Other than Judge, they all fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sanchez I feel like, gone. And Clint Frazier right. stiff. Yeah. And every it's just them. every one of them. And yeah. so now Glaber's deteriorated since 2019, where he was a great player, even in the postseason. Uh, he won game one yes. against the Astros yeah. almost single-handedly. Well, he was, what do you have, 19 home runs, though, against the Orioles before they moved the fence in? That's true. That's true. The Orioles but, I mean, pitching. if you remember, I remember no, specifically. They moved the fence back. 
and higher, right? Yeah, well, I'm saying back, well, I'm saying back then when they were still oh, in, oh, and yeah. it was a bad and, and yeah. the ball was juiced. Everybody was hitting home runs yeah, in 2019. True, That's, true. That's what you know. But um, yeah, like to. I remember Ron Darling having the conversation about uh, whether Ronnie, or, love Ron. whether after that series, whether or not. Torres was the best player on the Yankees. <laughs> Over Judge, that was the conversation. Right, take that one and back. since oh. then, he's just absolutely deteriorated. By the way, SNY going to pay Keith? What are they doing to Keith Hernandez? That's what are they weird. messing around with? Hey, well, 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 that's a Wilpon operation. They st- well, they, uh, they, they haven't have a contract yet. A little, they little fight on the bucks. No. Maybe they're he's just fighting over money. It's you don't good. fight over money with Keith Hernandez. You give him the check. Get out of the way. I'm Keith effing Hernandez. That's right. Now, you just again, put a statue of me up there. C-Mac, I, yes. I, I love your baseball passion. Yes. Um, you know, you're always welcome to come, come on in. I'm you. Thank don't you. just barge in, but you we invite you to come in. Well, good. listen, I, I just, it was just a little thing. Just Last year I had to sorry. come in and tell you the Blue Jays weren't as good as the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, guy, this guy things. does keep receiving. You're like that. hot, though. You get, you get one thing right out of ten. You just that's, never let it go. That's fair. That's exactly right. And to be fair, though. I like Daniel Jones. You want to get into that? Oh, I love Daniel Jones. So five, huh? So it's about time I came around. So 2014. Top ten. We'll be top ten next year. I'm okay. just looking. And he'll be knocking on the door five. Yes. I'm just looking. By the way, you yes. know, Mr. C Mac. I'm yeah. looking in rookie ball 2014 Arizona yeah. Cubs. I'm looking at low A Boise Hawks Cubs. Yes. I'm looking at high A regular yes. A South Bend Cubs. Yes. I'm looking at high A Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Yes. That's the Cubs. I'm looking at 2016 another year at high A mm-hmm. Myrtle Beach Pelicans yes. Cubs. But you how can old make was the case he? he had more at bats with the Cubs than the Yankees. Yeah, but how old was he? Yeah, no, you so can't make that case because. Because I'm not. He, he, he was traded. Yes, he was already a top prospect in baseball. One of the top prospects in baseball. They didn't go find him in the bargain barrel and just bring him to New York yeah, and yeah, then yeah. make him a great prospect. Wasn't like I Mike Piazza drafted right. in the he was he was legitimately thirty seven thousandth round. Right. They went to the Cubs and said, "Give me your best prospect for Chapman," and they yes. said, "Here's Labor Torres." Correct. Totally agree. But it's years in the minor league system. I got you. And then he comes. He's never played for another major league well, team. Well, it's maybe me, time that he does. That's it. I, that's fine. It's time that he that's does. fine. And I, again, I don't know why Pete brought me in. It's a small thing. I went in there as a joke. On yeah. people, people say he that. did overstate the yes. anger. I mean, I just I, like, I, it, what's going on? He's because I get into an argument. I, I called him a homegrown Yankee once, and people went absolutely nuts. Dude, did he go? To, I was I, arguing for did, a whole. Did he finish high school? Did he? I Who, mean, Glaver. I'm doing the math. I'm just doing the math. No, you can't, yeah, obviously he signed as a young man. Who cares? I mean, he, he was signed at 12. Yeah. No, he wasn't signed at 12. I'm looking at it right now. 20, you can't sign anybody no, no, at 12. 2012. Oh. And he's 26 <laughs> years He's 26 years old right now, yeah, and it's 2022. Yeah. So, like, wait, he's did 16. he sign at 16? 16, 16. Oh, really? yeah, well, Jason Dominguez got signed, right? He was yeah. 16. Now, would right. you give up Dominguez? Like he's been around for, see, now this is for Reynolds. I, see, now this is where I disagree. I guess I would. I okay. would probably give up any. I would either give up Peraza or uh, or Dominguez. Mm-hmm. I would not give up Bolvi, and I, I would only give that. up one of them. But I think I disagree with a lot of people. I know you said. I think you said the same thing. Go ahead. I would rather. I would probably rather give up Peraza than Dominguez. Only for a couple of reasons. Oh, I, I agree with that. Okay. I, I definitely agree. I'd, ra- I'd rather give up Peraza. Yes. Because okay, there's redundancy. Yes. Well, you have Volpe there. Now, yeah. people are saying he's going to project as a second baseman in Major League Baseball. He's been a shortstop. He's stealing bases. He's running great. Stole so 60 I, bases last I, year. I mean, I, th- I think he's mobile enough to play shortstop. I don't we'll think he's got out. the arm, but keep going. But to have another infielder like that, and Dominguez is a huge prospect. Yeah. Peraza, we didn't know his name a year and a half ago. No, no. I mean, he's made it through, no doubt. I'm not trying to discourage really people good from getting, moving he's, up the list yeah. and working hard. That's something to be said for that. But Volpe immediately was a big-time prospect. Yep. Dominguez, they gave more money than any other minor league player in the history of minor league baseball up until that point. Mm. I mean, these are big-time prospects. Peraza's worked his way up to get to that level with the three of them, but... 
All right, yeah, he, right. he can play. You know, he's a switch hitter, power like, hitter. So he can play all does, over the field. Doesn't that confuse you? Like, well, he, he doesn't have his headphones on. He's talking on the air. I'm sorry, you had to bring him in. Why am I on? He still confused me. He's hearing. I hear you. All right, Steve. All right, thank you. You hijacked the show long enough. Go and bother Carter Wilde. No one's doing backflips for him. But can you apologize to C Mac? Yeah, for offending him. For offending him. Just say you're sorry. I love C Mac. The love is mutual. Hold on a sec. Just say you're sorry. I'm sorry for nothing. I have had. Wait, wait. C Mac. Yes. Answer honestly. I upset you enough to come in here. I have. No, no, no. I have had more conversations with C Mac in a week than you've had with him in a year. True or false? C Mac. Oh, like conversations? Every, conversations. Yeah, probably. Well, we yeah, go. I mean, probably. Yeah, we go. Yeah, we mean probably. probably. We exchange, we we exchange yeah. loads walking yeah. out of the bathroom yeah, yeah, a lot. Me and you are the, the same bathroom yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah, we drink a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're water drinking. <laughs> All right, C-Mac, get out. <laughs> get late. And uh, we'll see you later, buddy. Good job. He's a big sports fan. We know we like C-Mac. We like, uh, we like Lugie as well. Part of the Cartner Roberts crew. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.